This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 post-game podcast coming to you after Baylor's 94-81 to win over West Virginia in Morgantown. Great performance from the Bears. They really had things clicking offensively tonight. Uh, there was After struggling with turnovers so much on the road against Kansas, the Bears have put two really good back-to-back games of low turnovers on paper. Only five turnovers against Oklahoma, only eight against West Virginia, 19 assists. Ray J. Dennis, eight assists, one turnover. That's terrific. He ends up, I think, 16 assists to two turnovers the last two games. So you love to see that from him. Uh, really a fishing game all around from Ray J. Uh, he ends up with uh, 18 points and made his free throws, eight of nine from the free throw line. And again, the great assist to turnover ratio. Uh, great to see Jalen Bridges in his second return home to uh, Morgantown. He goes for 10 points, kind of a, a quiet night offensively from him, but he was good defensively, had a couple steals, had a couple blocks. Uh, big performance from Jalen, just did the little things that the Bears needed. Jacoby Walter um, you know, struggled from the field a little bit, uh, four for 14 from from three-point range, but I think he was one for six at halftime and and started to see the ball go through the net in the second half. Ends up with 23 points, seven for eight from the free throw line. Uh, Good to see him get going. Jaden Nunn, another scorching hot game from Jaden. I interviewed him uh, post-game. He was uh, terrific, uh, five for nine from three, 20 points on the night. He has four assists, two turnovers. Uh, Great floor game, good defense uh, from Jaden, and follows up the terrific performance against Oklahoma with another uh, great performance. He was six for nine from three against Oklahoma, follows it up with a five for nine three-point performance on the road, and you love to see that. The bigs gave us some great minutes. Uh, Eve Missy with 13 points, and he gets four rebounds. Josh grabs seven rebounds and gets 10 points, five for five from the field. What really stood out to me is that those guys were able to get steals at half court, especially in the first half, and they turned those into uh, transition opportunities. I think Eve got it hit from behind from uh, Kirk Carissa and uh, didn't finish one of his opportunities there, but it, we Bears retained possession. But Josh uh, got two buckets uh, in transition, and he also got – and Eve got a dunk uh, in transition as well. So good, good, you know, love what we saw overall. Mira Little uh, got in there for 14 minutes, um, did some really good things, rebounded well, had a couple assists. Uh, Caleb Lohner, seven minutes, and, and Jonathan Chamochachua rounds out the, uh, the, the playing time with three minutes. Langston Love was, was another no go. Again, he missed his third straight game, uh, second or third, I think the third leading score for the Bears, and certainly their, their biggest. Uh, off the bench uh, score, uh, but he should be back for BYU. So the Bears should be at full strength, and you love to see that as they try to, you know, still hunt for a Big 12 championship. Uh, they've got some work to do. They're eight and four right now, and we know that uh, Houston and, and um, Iowa State uh, still in the driver's seat there. Uh, but the Bears are definitely in the hunt, and if they win the rest of their games, they will be at least uh, co-Big 12 champions. Uh, well, Iowa State actually controls their own destiny, but Iowa State's likely going to drop one. I think they have to go to Houston. Uh, so the Bears Bears have a definite control of their destiny, at least for a share of the title, uh, if if Iowa State loses at Houston as they're expected to. Um, some interesting scores around the Big 12. I was at Kegler's in Morgantown with James Perry. We were watching some of the early games, and we watched Oklahoma State upset BYU. I think BYU is double-digit favorites uh, in Stillwater, but the uh, 
Cowboys just had a terrific offensive performance and carved up BYU's defense. And so BYU is going to be reeling from that loss, and, and I'm sure the Bears are going to get their best shot. Uh, they really need a win at home, and it's going to be a difficult place to get a win. The West Virginia atmosphere, um, you know, West Virginia supports their team through good times and bad. A pretty good crowd tonight, but most of the ire was – um, directed at the refs, I think uh, the, the West Virginia fans felt like the officiating was uh, in favor of the Bears down the stretch. A lot of you know ticky tack fouls that were called. Um, however, you know the, the free throw disparity was was almost equal. The Bears shoot thirty, uh, West Virginia shoots twenty seven. Overall, I like the defensive performance from the Bears, but they give up thirty in the last ten minutes to West Virginia. So you like to see the Bears finish games better than that. Uh, got a little sloppy at the end. I think uh, West Virginia maybe cut it to uh, nine, eight, ten a couple times. You know, made a, made you a little nervous after holding almost a twenty point lead in the second half. Uh, but the Bears were able to close it out and get a thirteen point victory on the road. You'll take that all day long. Uh, great win. As far as West Virginia is concerned, Raquan Battle leads them with 25 points. Uh, he was really good. You know, he he made some really difficult threes and some some circus shots in the paint as well. And then Jesse Edwards was in foul trouble a lot, as was Eve Missy. Uh, but but Jesse Edwards ends up with 21 points and nine rebounds. Uh, he's definitely a force on the boards. And then no one else in double figures for West Virginia. Uh, for the Bears, uh, we've already talked about their scoring. Uh, we had uh, the Bears had uh, six guys in double figures, so you love that balance. And 1.34 points per possession is terrific. Uh, that's that's really good offense, and you're going to win a lot of games if you can have that kind of offense of pr- production, especially on the road. Uh, the Bears hold West Virginia to 1.16 points per possession. You like to see a little bit better defense. But again, most of that is the uh, 30 points that happened in the last 10 minutes after the Bears had built a sizable lead. So next up for the Bears, (coughs) excuse me, is a big road game in Provo uh, Tuesday night. I want to shout out, you know, just some some things that I noticed in, in the West Virginia Coliseum. Uh, first of all, the hospitality from West Virginia fans was terrific, and and I I think the the media at West Virginia is first class. Uh, they they bend over backwards to make you feel welcomed and you know give you everything you need um, to have a good experience there. Uh, so I think uh, you know outstanding job by the the West Virginia media team for sure. And and also just um, you know really good people. You know I think that uh, overall just a, a great impression of of West Virginia fans in general. Um, you know a lot of Bear fans traveled for this. Saw Brady Heslip in the crowd. Uh, shout out to Doug McNamee and his family. He made the trip. Um, we had Sikkim, uh, Kentucky out there uh, with his son, and, and he helped me do the postgame video with Jaden Nunn. Uh, so thank you uh, to him. Of course, I mentioned James Perry. A lot of the people that went on the France trip, uh, the the, the um, Woolseys and um, the Rogers were on, on, on this trip too, so it was good to see them. And then I got a chance to interact with some of the uh, – parents of the players um, you saw that you know the Walters always good to see them and also um, got a chance to talk to Ray J's mom and dad and uh, had a really good conversation with them pregame so love to see the support um, you know most of the parents are, are at these games but uh, 
you know, truly is like a family environment at Baylor. And, and uh, definitely you can see the support that they get on the road from their family. And, and Jalen Bridges had a lot of people there. He's from Fairmont, uh, so you would expect that. But a uh, huge cheering section for Jalen and the crowd um, for sure. Uh, so we'll we'll do a preview of the the uh, BYU game. I'm sure I'm going to get on a podcast with uh, Kendall Cout soon and and uh, look at the uh, matchup there. Uh, but uh, this was a big win, and uh, the Bears, you know, get get the good news that they're the number ten overall seed. They've put in a lot of work to do that. Uh, but you know, getting these types of wins really will help their NCAA resume as they look forward to you know trying to put themselves in the best possible position uh, to not only you know compete for a Big Twelve title but also um, do some damage in the NCAA tournament. And as we've talked about a lot, uh, if, if you get one of those top three seeds, your chances of making a Final Four go up tremendously, particularly from the one or the two line. Uh, so the Bears you know, s- certainly have that still in play, and they can, they can get there uh, if they continue to trend upward. So that's it from Morgantown. You've been listening to a Sikkim 365 postgame podcast with Ashley Hodge, Sikkim Bears.